Hi, my name is David Elstein, and this is the American Board of Orthopedic Surgery podcast. Each episode is designed to help busy orthopedic surgeons learn more about the ABOS and board certification. On this episode, we talk with orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Larry Marsh. From 2009 to 2019, Dr. Marsh served on ABOS's board as a director and was a president in 2015 to 2016. In October, the next two directors will be selected, each of whom will serve a 10-year term. The slate of nominees comes from the AAOS, the AOA, and AMA. Hi, Dr. Marsh. Welcome to the podcast. David, uh, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's good to be back uh, doing something uh, with the board again. I've missed it. Um, Great. So take us back to you know, 2007, 2008. You were a busy clinician, researcher, and administrator. Why did you want to take on the responsibility to be a director, which is you know, a volunteer position? Well, David, I uh, actually remember it well. Uh, you know, um, 11 plus years ago or 12 years ago, uh, whatever it was, uh, I, I did have uh, a lot of things uh, going on. I, I had other uh, national uh, opportunities. I was able, I have colleagues uh, in my department uh, that had uh, previously uh, served the American Board of Orthopedic Surgery. Uh, I remember uh, talking to them. Uh, I'm sure I will say this again uh, later in the podcast uh, from my personal experiences, uh, but uh, I uh, remember them uh, telling me uh, that uh, serving the board is the best opportunity that you will have uh, and uh, that uh, you if you have a chance that that would happen for you in your career uh, you uh, you have to do it um, and they were right uh, and I can remember that uh, like it was yesterday all those years ago is what does ABS board certification mean to you what why is it important to orthopedic surgeons to be board certified so the two parts of that question are a little different. Uh, it, it clearly, having been a director of the board uh, for 10 years, uh, it, it has special meaning for me personally. Uh, it, it has special meaning that I convey to other people that I suspect I will try to convey uh, in this uh, message that we're currently uh, recording. Um, for it's interesting I, I did talk to my residents this morning about uh, abos certification some of the pathways some of the differences uh, in the part one exam to the oite exam but but a little bit what's in that question uh, um, why, why is it important uh, to orthopedic surgeons why is it important to their future. And I, I guess all I said to them and all I can say is that it is maybe arguably, but certainly up there with uh, the most important milestones in your career. Um, you know, you need to get accepted into medical school, uh, which is challenging when you're an undergrad. Uh, when you're a senior medical student, uh, you need to apply for and get accepted into an orthopedic residency. Uh, you need to succeed in that residency. Those are important milestones being certified by the American Board of Orthopedic Surgery uh, is just right up there with the top milestones in, in your whole profession. And 
And one of the differences is that those other milestones will fade into the past, uh, been there and done that, uh, whereas board certification will, will remain a standard that you have met uh, and, and, and a, an accomplishment uh, that, that you can be proud of uh, throughout the duration of your career. Um, does also mean that you have met standards in your profession uh, that are uh, peer-reviewed uh, and have certified your practice and your abilities of having met those standards. Um, so can you tell us what an ABUS director does? You know, How much time did you devote to the ABUS each month? So I can, uh, I can tell you a story. Uh, this is a little bit of a story of, uh, of an academic career and as you rise in an academic career, but it can equally apply to people that are looking for leadership opportunities that aren't in academics. Uh, you, you serve national organizations that are interesting to you. You attend uh, meetings. Maybe you try and do research. And, and as a young uh, um, orthopedic surgeon, you look for opportunities to get on committees and you know, usually it's going to be a committee and you serve the committee and maybe if you do a good job, you got another committee and then you get a leadership opportunity and and these things gradually grow. Uh, when you get on the American Board of Orthopedic Surgery, if you're fortunate enough to have that happen in your career, there are instantly a dozen committees just to pull a number out. Uh, so you are instantly as a new director engaged in all of the multitude of ongoing efforts of the board. Uh, the exams, the various exams, the ongoing certification, the interaction with other organizations, the, the new projects, uh, all of the things that are changing, uh, the overall board directions. Uh, so Again, basically, there is a full palette of committees and committee work uh, and, and learning and eventually uh, uh, serving and directing various things that the board is doing. Uh, one of the questions was, uh, how much time uh, is it uh, per month? Uh, it's probably not a per month, uh, but uh, and I never calculated my time, but it's sort of said uh, that it is on average uh, 30 days uh, over the course of a year. Um, and I think that's probably close to true. If you look at the meetings, the, the conference calls, uh, the, the, the time away, uh, the time you do work in your workplace to serve the board, uh, I, I think that's a, that's a good estimate. That's helpful. So your term ended about a year ago. So that was a very busy 10 years. What things were you most proud of during your time on the board? So the, the board allows the directors of the board uh, to direct the board's future. Uh, of course, uh, it's, it's a group of 20 uh, plus a public member. So no one person uh, does it. Uh, but the board is able by virtue of its mission to to adhere to principles of the practice of orthopedic surgery 
that the board members feel are best in improving the practice of orthopedic surgery for the public at large. Uh, and, and, and that is really the mission of the board and, and the, the things that the members of the board are able to hold to the highest esteem. For instance, you don't report to members of the organization. Most volunteer organization leadership serves the members of the organization, whereas the board serves the public, uh, which allows the directors to, to adhere and, and practice and improve uh, basic uh, principles. Uh, you know, certainly the exams are things that the board holds to a high esteem. It is an assessment organization after all. So, so my times of engaging with the written exam and I had particular opportunities to spend uh, a lot of my effort with the oral exam are, are extremely memorable things and, and things uh, I, I can feel proud of uh, in my uh, time of serving the board. Great. So are there, you know, projects, you know, the board is currently working on that you are most excited about? Well, I'm pleased with that question because there is uh, one uh, that I can talk about in the latter half of my time and still ongoing uh, now. Uh, the board has done a deeper dive into graduate medical education, which for us is residency training in orthopedic surgery. The residents that train, uh, the end goal of their training is to be certified by the board and to be eligible for that, they have to meet the standards that the board lays out. And therefore the board potentially has a large role in orthopedic residency, graduate medical education. And in the last uh, five years that I served, uh, the, the board did start to take a deep dive into that, uh, in, in my opinion, and some of the colleagues I was fortunate enough to work with, that, that there are a lot of things in that area as practice changes, as practice environment changes, uh, as there are new innovations in graduate medical education around the world that, uh, that orthopedic residency training needs to engage in and probably needs to make uh, changes. And, and the board is in a position to do that. Uh, and, and it has made uh, steps and it is an ongoing uh, project. And I am very excited because uh, I think it's the right thing to do about the board's involvement in graduate medical education uh, in residency training in orthopedics in the US. Excellent. So why should an orthopedic surgeon consider being an ABUS director? Well, it's uh, some of the things I've already said. Uh, it is, in my opinion, bias that it is, it is the top thing that you can do in a career. It's the same thing I was told when I had the opportunity. I would tell that to anyone else. Uh, it, it is the single best opportunity. I can highlight a few things that I haven't previously mentioned about why. Um, number one, 
10 years, while it is a big chunk of time, it is enough time for somebody as an individual that engages in it and wants to work hard to make a difference. It is a little bit harder to make a difference in running through leadership of other volunteer organizations where a presidential line is four years or something like that. In 10 years, you can make a difference. Uh, in addition, uh, because the board sets standards for training, because it reports only to the public, there is an open book of doing things. Uh, so you can actually pick things that you think are important or that you have developed a thought is important in your early years on the board. And because you have enough time, you can work with your colleagues and you can actually do things. What an opportunity that is. Uh, you know, it is really hard in our career to put your finger and say, I actually did something. I think all of those are top level reasons uh, of why an opportunity to be a director of the board is really a career making uh, opportunity. Uh, at least it was for me. And I know having spent a lot of time with my fellow directors that many or all of them feel the same way. Thank you, Dr. Marsh, for your time. If you're interested in being a member of the ABUS Board Directors, the AOA, the AAOS, and the AMA provide slates of nominees to the ABUS on a rotating basis. Contact these organizations or the ABUS Executive Medical Director for more information. If you enjoy this episode of the ABUS Podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts so you know the next episode is posted.